0: The plug with Bushy, Sin, and the Mountain Man. This is the podcast that has Joe Rule. And now your host,
1: Bushy, Sin, and the Mountain Man.
0: Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the plug podcast with Bushy Sin and the Mountain Man. We have a great show lined up for you uh, this week. No record reviews. Thank fucking God. Sin, Mountain Man, how we doing?
1: I'm doing good, man. How are you doing?
0: I'm outstanding. Mountain Man, how are you? mail 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 Take the blame. What about you, brother? And bubble too to you, too, brother. I am doing fine, man. I want to know how you guys weeks have been, but I've got to tell you about mine. I am, I, ugh, at work, and this is going to be a constant bitch until we have this, uh, this me going the nights thing squared away or me finding a different job squared away. I have an employee and here's the thing, I, because I can't say where I work, I can't say if it's male or female, I've got to be very careful how I say things, but this person is what I call a frequent flyer. I already got rid of one frequent flyer. It is impossible to get rid of them. A frequent flyer is somebody that calls in all the damn time or calls in late all the time. You know, I'm going to be late. You're supposed to call an hour ahead of time. Now, I understand if you get a flat tire on the way to work, you can be calling me, 15, 20 minutes before you're supposed to be in. That I get. If your dog ran away from the house, you do that shit a lot earlier than 15 minutes before work starts. Calls off on us Friday, my frequent flyer does. The uh, night foreman who cries like a little whiny bitch anytime somebody calls off and I can't get coverage for it because frankly people don't want to work with this guy. I get this call off and this person called off like they're supposed to called in at four thirty the morning. That's an hour and a half before their shift. You always, you know, you're supposed to call an hour ahead of time. Doesn't call anybody in. Says, hey. I never looked at your schedule, my bad, whatever, I, of course I returned that favor when he had a call in that night, oh shit, never looked at the schedule, get to work, and, you know, by the way we had to sit there and push through that whole day down a person, whatever, we got the job done because that's how we do it, the next day, uh, this is Saturday, now to let you know, my frequent flyer normally calls off on Saturday, so they messed my whole world up by calling in on a Friday. That just tore everything all to hell because I was confused. i what, really, Friday? I'm not used to that. Because normally they're at the emergency room on Friday night so they can be off Saturday. Saturday, I get chewed out by the plant supervisor for not covering the night before. And I said, you know what, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. They didn't even try to cover me, so whatever, we push through, tell him to quit being a whiny bitch. Saturday. My Frequent Flyer shows up to work. I'm back in the QC department, it's actually a pretty slow day, which is a rarity and I love it. I'm back at QC and I said, okay, take a bet, how long before Frequent Flyer goes home? As a joke, 9.30, my assistant foreman comes up to me and says, hey, um, who do you want over there on such and such a machine? I said, what, why? Frequent Flyer is going home. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? So, bailed on me. Now, this is the part that really pisses me off. Never told me, I'm the goddamn boss. Never filled out a form, you know, saying they were going home, which is something you have to do, you know. You have to cough up your PTO, your paid time off. That That's something you lose, just for going home early. We make you use it when you do things like that. So, I didn't fill out the PTO, didn't let me know, didn't fucking clock out. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, so you're going to try to get a whole day's work? When your ass left, so I had to guesstimate when Frequent Flyer got off work, I probably guesstimated 15 minutes early. Fuck yeah, that's what happens when you fuck me. So I ended up having to go down a guy again on Saturday. I don't understand these young people that don't want to work. And they won't let me write Frequent Flyer up and terminate them. Drives me insane. Barring that, I've had a pretty good week. Sin, how's your week been?
1: Same old same old man, just pretty much hanging here at the house man chilling with the family checking our moms and the baby making sure they're good uh, I had a little scare myself this week with uh I, I, I don't grasp my personal business business, but uh, I'm a type 2 diabetes uh, Patient I guess you would say and I had my blood sugar scare about you know, Let's say about a 505 and I'm supposed to be technically at about 80, 130. fuck So yeah, the family needed to say was a little scared and trying to push me to go to the hospital. If I refuse, I just calmed my blood sugar down and pretty much had a pretty damn good week, man. What about you, Mount Man?
2: Oh Lord, uh work, work, work. Uh dealing with a little youngin, helping around the house. Same old, same old. Uh pretty much I don't think it happened with me at work. Uh I I'm am i I'm like uh pushy over there. I can't say exactly where I work, but I work in the hotel business. I'm a maintenance
0: worker. I can say that. What do you do?
2: But uh, not, not too
0: often.
1: He rents uh, out
0: rooms by the hour for money. Don't you let them lie to you. Right, right. <laughs> I,
2: I'm,
1: wondering,
0: I'm wondering
1: how good them college girls are out there in North Carolina.
2: Dude, let me put it this way. Where I work, it's in a college town. Being able to pull something like that off would, would be fairly easy to an extent. But at the same time, dude, half of these college girls and people up here that, that come up to the mountains to go to school, yeah, it's it's one of them situations that uh, it's either a they've had so much that you'd be scared to touch because Ajax wouldn't wash it off, <laughs> or b they're so particular that they only go for the uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Buck So yeah, I mean either way you go, it's just one of them situations that's just a nah-uh. nice, Nice. Oh, uh, oh. Well, other than that uh, yeah it's uh, trying to get everything situated and ready at work for graduation coming up yeet freaking off and uh, pretty much just enjoying life with my youngin and hanging out with my two brothers that's the extent of my past week except for listening to your two asses talk about a blanket and uh, uh, Bushy's face on it but other than that yeah that's pretty much the extent of everything I've dealt with this week that's, yeah, not,
0: that's,
1: that's
0: not a blanket but we know how teeny tidy Joe is, so when he puts that on, it's going to look like an old 1800s nightshirt. Hey, fuck <laughs> that, man.
2: <laughs> well, well, I do have one question, though. When he puts this shirt on and your head ends up down on his crotch, does that literally mean we can say the Bushy actually got a uh, male Puerto Rican? <laughs>
0: Baby, baby, the thing is, <laughs> the, the thing is, that picture's actually on the back of the shirt, so that'd be my mouth on his ass. Ew, ew, ew. All
3: oh.
0: right, good God. I right, see how this is going to go today. So this week, <laughs> we are not doing a record review. Thank whoever you believe in that we are not doing a record review. You know what that meant for me this week? It meant that I listened to whatever the hell I wanted to listen to. If I wanted to hear Hank Jr., guess what, I listened to Hank Jr. If I wanted to hear Megadeth, guess what, I listened to Megadeth. If I wanted to listen to The Cure, God damn it, I listened to The Cure. It was a great week, no stress, I didn't have to hear the same thing over and over and over again. Ugh. But, since we're not doing a record review, Mountain Man decided let's do a current event show. I was like, you know what, that's probably what we're going to be doing most of the time anyway. Because as we've told the listeners, this is going to be kind of a male version of The View. Only, I I don't know if Joe is really a liberal, but I know for sure that me and Mountain Man are conservatives. So, you're going to get a different kind of spin on some of these crazy-ass topics that they're uh, talking about lately. And one of these that I want to bring up is uh, this whole, you know, Mr. Trump promised to try to repeal and replace Obamacare. Um, Failed the first time around. They got a bill passed in the House. Of course, the left is losing their goddamn minds over it. And uh, we can get more into this bill in a minute, but I wanna talk more about the left's vicious attack using stupidity as the anchor from which they hold on, you know, to to get this attack. For example, Wanda Sykes, a comedian that I have enjoyed a lot. um, She cracked me up in the Pootie Tang movie. I thought that was just hilarious. She goes on Uh, I I don't know, one of these liberal talk shows, saying that uh, the only reason they want to repeal Obamacare is because Obama is black. What the literal fuck are these people thinking that it can't be the fact that this is just shit healthcare, it's going down the toilet, premiums are skyrocketing, some places you can't even buy insurance. I, I believe I was reading yesterday. I don't know if it's Iowa or Idaho. It was one of them I states. They there's there's areas in I in, in, in whatever state it is, Iowa maybe, that you can't even purchase health care because the one company that was there has backed out of the damn Obamacare system. How on earth do you try to go on and make the statement that the only reason we want to repeal this goddamn monstrosity is because? we're all racist and hate Obama because he's black. Would,
2: right, would, per- would, would, would that, wouldn't that be the case if, that, if, that, if, that's, if that's all rednecks and everybody that voted for Trump? What the hell's uh, uh, Sin doing here on this podcast if we were literally that racist or whatever the case may be? One example for me, but yeah, it, I'm like, you really? It just makes no sense how they say we're racist. I, I don't understand it.
1: I, I like I like to just add on to what Nate said there It's actually Iowa that has a problem there Bushy. Uh, But we also have Tennessee Who has no insurance no more We also got Virginia and Maryland Which is actually where the nation's capital is at That's a huge freaking issue right there So technically if you look at it man uh, I don't know anything personally about the Obamacare I do understand that a lot of people have been talking about premiums And then these health companies are like are all just dipping out because of the premium rates, man? Uh, all I know is, man, it's. I honestly thought it was a bad idea. I need. I think people need to quit bashing on Trump and give him the opportunity to try to get this going and uh, see where it goes, man. That's yeah. what I think of it.
0: And, yeah, and I agree. And here's the thing: they're they're trying to make him out as a as a as a hate bonger, you know, and wants to not have all these different issues covered. That's not the case. What we want to do is have them covered responsibly okay uh, example pre-existing conditions there's nothing in this new bill that takes away coverage for pre-existing conditions that's a law that's in effect and is going to stay law you can read it right there in uh, the parts of the bill that have been uh, publicized and uh, it, it's, it's been touted a lot of but of course by the Republicans here's what they're trying to do though those with pre-existing conditions might have to pay a little more for their health insurance okay now these are the people that actually pay for it. we're not even talking about the Medicaid cutbacks that are, you know due for 2020 it's not tomorrow or anything the way they're trying to make it sound you know over 24 million people are gonna be dying in the streets you know that's what I call fear-mongering but if somebody has a pre-existing condition in my opinion they should be paying more for their health care because they're going to be using it more why should someone like me who's in generally good health have to pay just as much as somebody who's not in good health and is going to be using it that much more. It it doesn't seem right to me, but this is something that these liberals are just outraged about and they're trying to say it doesn't cover pre-existing conditions. Don't spin it to fit your needs. It covers pre-existing conditions. It's just those people that have the means to pay a little more might have to. Isn't that something they've been touting on the tax plan forever? If you have more, you should pay more. Unless it comes to them having to pay a little bit more. I don't want to have to pay for somebody who's got bleeding asshole syndrome and has to be at the doctor every freaking day. I shouldn't have to pay as much as that guy. I might go once a year, and that's if I hurt myself, it's not because I'm sick. Cause if I get the little sniffles, I just suffer through it. You know, I buy some over-the-counter medications. What are your thoughts on that with this pre-existing conditions, the fear-mongering by the left that they're not going to be covered as opposed to what's really happening and they may just have
1: to pay a little more on their premium? I personally don't have no fear. Me, I don't work. I got a disability with lupus and type 2 diabetes. I have no problems that they uh, raise my prices to affordable rates because if you look at it, I do live on a, a monthly income, so as long as that... The way I look at it they can bump my monthly income a little bit to the point where it's kind of like it stays balanced to where I can afford to pay my medical stuff. I'm cool with it. Like right now I think uh, I want to say I pay about 104 a month for my coverage and stuff. I mean we go up to 150 165 175 that's fine. Uh, pushing 175, you better kind of give me a little bit more money on my damn disability check if I'm going to be por- forcing 175 because technically the cost of living in Nevada is not making ends meet to the point where I still have to live under the family's roof. I can't even afford my own shit, but I understand what Bushy's saying right there, man. I mean, for, uh, for example... Here's Bushy. He's going to work. Like you say, he gets his sniffles. He's not going to cry, whine, or bitch about it. He's going to go get some OTCs, man, from freaking Walmart, Kmart, wherever the hell it is. Yeah, whatever so, bar-, bar it is. Here's hear- somebody who gets his fucking arm cut off at work or freaking, you know, falls, break his damn back. Yeah, he's going to be out of work for a little bit. Yeah, you might want to pay a little bit more there, buddy, because uh, technically speaking, you're going to be out of work for a little while. So, I mean, I, I understand where Bushy's coming from. from it. And like I said, me personally on a person who's relying right now on some type of health insurance, I really pray and hope. Like I said, I don't mind personally paying a little bit more. But you gotta kinda think, man, when you're on a limited budget, you're not giving people with disability checks, you know, a bump in cost of living, you know, you kinda kinda gotta get the little even kill going. If you don't get that even kill, then you're you're gonna have Americans bitch, you know, that all oh, the healthcare is not good because you know you're jacking prices, but yet we're not getting not compensate basically like if we're gonna pay for it you know give us the money because technically if you look at the way i see it it's gonna go right back into what we're paying for anyway it's not like we're using it for our own expense i mean come on like i said if i gotta pay 150 165 give me the little bit of money i need to cover that extra 45 50 dollars i gotta pay because either way the government's gonna get it right back because i have to pay for my insurance mountain man
2: well, I, I mean, I understand your point being on disability, but I'm basically the same as Nate. I work for a living. My wife works. Us having to pay that little extra just because someone... No, I do not totally agree with that at all. It's bullshit. There's... there's it, it doesn't matter if we get raises, whatever the case may be. It's, it's BS. It, I, there's just n- nothing more you can pretty much say about it. Being scarce, uh, having to work and support your family, of course, that's something for people like uh, the normal working class people in this world that uh, have to worry about because what a lot of people don't know and understand in order to be able to go out and work, you have to have a vehicle, you have to have insurance, you have to have groceries to feed your family, this and that stuff. So, yeah being able to get the extra money to do that is not exactly an easy task yes no matter what you do anywhere you work or what you do or go through companies anymore anywhere is going to try to pay you one solid price or one solid rate of pay for so long and them not have to give you a raise so they can support their sales and see this is one thing like with that insurance a lot of people also don't understand whenever I started my job, the insurance that they offered for where I work, because uh, in my department, we are guaranteed 40 hours a week. So, um, being able to get the company insurance and stuff, for someone like me, the insurance through our company, yeah, it would keep me from having to pay at the end of the year, the fine for taxes, whatever it is, 600 and some dollars, for <laughs> the Obama full crap ordeal, but uh, the, the insurance that they offer for, for my company is six visits a year and that's not counting if you've got to go get meds or anything like that so getting, uh, getting insurance through a company for someone like myself and uh, Bushy over here we have to go out and find other insurance policies and stuff and being able to try to get all that situated with the new uh, stuff I mean it's not plausible and it's, it's just a bunch of bullshit either way you
0: look at it. The problem is, right. is, is these these insurances, they really don't cover much anyway, and, and that's the problem, is a lot of people want just, okay, I have insurance so everything should be covered. That's not the way it works, you know, it's never worked that way. My health insurance at, at my job that I have, I only have it for me. I, I bought state insurance for my daughter, they call it Child Health Plus up here in New York, and it it's pretty good insurance for what I pay every month. I, p- I pay less for hers and a whole bunch of stuff's covered for her. Than I do for me because for my medical and my dental, um, I don't know what it works out to monthly because I've never done the math. But weekly I pay about 35 bucks a week. It doesn't cover anything for me. The only time it's never been really good to me is I did have to go to uh, urgent care one night I don't do the emergency rooms because that's always 300 400 dollars at a pop. You know, before, that's before you even sit down. That's just filling out the paperwork to be seen. $50 is my copay to go to urgent care. And everything else gets covered because I'm using an urgent care facility as opposed to an emergency room or a hospital. And then the medication that I had to get was covered under my plan. But to just go and, uh, you know, anything that might require some specialty type treatment, if you need a CAT scan or MRI, that's not covered. I mean, it is. But if you have a $1,000 bill, they cover 200 of it and you got to cover the other 800. That's the way health insurance works in the first place, it's the way car insurance works. Although I think the car insurance companies have it down a little bit better, they at least have competition. They're allowed to compete with each other uh, to keep rates a little bit lower and you basically get to pick and choose what coverage you want. You know, as long as you don't have a bank saved, you have to have this. Like with me now, I've I've got to have a certain type of insurance because that's what the bank requires while uh, while my vehicle has a lead against it. That's fine, I get that. But shouldn't I be able to go and choose what insurance coverage I want? I'm 42 years old. You know, I don't get sick very often. It requires anything more than some OTCs. Shouldn't I get some insurance that covers the old finger up the ass once a year? Here, squeak, squeak, make sure the old prostate's good and send me on my way. Why should I have to pay out the ass all the time to 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 have something that I never use? That's what pissed me off the most about the Affordable Care Act, or as, as come to be known, you know, Obamacare. Who the hell is the federal government to tell me, as an American citizen, this is supposed to be the freest country in the world? How the hell does the government force me? to purchase something that I don't want on threat of tax penalization and then say it's not a tax. I see it come out of my tax, the first year it came out I didn't have health coverage for three months. I got bailed $600 on my taxes for three months of not having coverage because the federal government requires that I have it so that these other people who don't want to get up and go to work and get their free health
1: care coverage.
0: I say, you know what? I'm going to unzip it and drop it right down your throat. That is bullshit.
1: All right. God, the way I, look, I don't know if uh, mountain man, I said that wrong last time, but the, the way like, I, I was trying to explain, me personally, I have a disability. I have to go to doctors at least once a month, and sometimes they're three separate doctors. Me personally, I don't mind paying, like I said, the extra money that I need to. I think it's wrong that... Like I said, people like Bushy and yourself have to sit there and pay extra when you only go once a year. So I honestly think America and our government should kind of find a way to determine what people have what and jack them up more. And the people that barely use health insurance but still want coverage keep it at a low Premium price and affordable for them, and not do like they did Bushy there and fucking taxing $600 well, for not yeah. having insurance for three three months. That's right.
0: that's just, bullshit. Just take the if you just took the federal mandate away alone, I would be happy. I'd be more than happy with that. You know, I I don't want people to not have coverage. Um, uh, but I don't want to be forced to have it. That's the problem. And then if something happens, that's what they all talk about. Oh, the if, well, what if, well, what if? Well, you know, what if the sky falls right now? It's not gonna matter anyway, you know? Do I need to go purchase asteroid insurance in case Earth gets hit? I, I don't deal in what ifs. I deal in uh, reality, so I don't, I don't care about all those what if things. If something happens and I need to pay out of my pocket, well, guess what? I guess I'm screwed and gotta pay out of my pocket, but that's a choice that I made not something that should be forced on me by the federal government. It's absolutely infuriating. So, yeah, if Trump can bring down, you know, with this, with this new health care law, if we can get it to pass the Senate. Now, I want to go on the record say saying, because of all this nonsense and this leftist media spin, I don't think for even half a second it's going to pass the Senate. Just so you guys know, it, it's not going to pass. It's going to be sent back to the House to be reworked. But right, if we could get this passed... I want to make sure people are covered, I think those that have to use it more should have to pay more. If you get into a car accident with your car insurance, guess what, your premiums go up. Insurance is a scam in the first damn place, but hey, you know what, that's fine, the reason these companies are pulling out right now is because they're not making any money and I'm sorry. That's what the insurance companies are in the business for, is to make money. If you really want to make these things you know, you know better quality and affordable, start working on the insurance companies themselves. Get them to change how they do business. I would change things the next way.
2: Oh, And, uh, uh, seeing I wasn't saying that you worded anything wrong, I totally support what, uh, people, people that really need disability. Now, that is a far and very stretched thin line because there are a lot of people in this world that, oh, I, I, I I feel in my back, my neck, oh, God. My pussy,
0: and my crack. Oh
2: wait, my bad. Wrong time. <laughs> I mean, people like you, people like uh, people in my family. I'm not going to mention no names. That that is either acquiring disability, getting on disability. If you need it, I can totally understand that, and I support that 100%. In my honest opinion, with the military, them not saying PTSD is a uh, ordeal or anything that people don't need. I've strongly all my life supported the U.S. military, but they shaft them so damn bad after, and one of my praises to you,
0: Mr. Uh, Bushy, for being in service. Thank you very much. Oh, no. um, Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. No, no. Nobody needs to thank me. I did what I was raised to do. Uh, That's just how my family was. Uh, I hope my daughter served. It's kind of a hard sell of being a lifelong soldier. Would have been a lot easier having a lifelong soldier, but I'm like I was actually either the first way, one of my family to not retire for the
2: military. Well, either way, you took time out of your life to support your country, so that's why I said it. it doesn't matter if you made it five years, if you just served four years in the reserves and went overseas and fought for us, you deserve to be commended in my opinion, period. So, either way, I know you were a medic and you done all that to help the guys and stuff, so that's
0: why I'm saying thank you. Well, I, but, I appreciate it. I just like to let people know that. You, you talk about both This, it's, it, it's, it's a job. <laughs>
3: it's a job.
0: It's just one that, uh, you know, when you're signing on that line, that job means, hey, you know, by the way, there's a chance your ass will go somewhere one day and not come back. Right. And this right, should exactly. be treated better. Uh, the VA, boy, that, that, that could be a topic of conversation for a whole podcast. But uh, <laughs> you know, how the VA... That, that, you know, and this is what pisses me off, okay, let's, let's, fuck it, let's talk about the VA for a minute. These leftists are trying to say, you know, 42 million or whatever their stupid number is, Americans are going to die in the street. No, they're not, okay, no, they're not. However, we see stories all the time about veterans dying because they can't get into the damn VA to see a doc. How come they're not screaming right. about that? I'll tell you why, because the left doesn't give a shit about our military. All they care about is saying, hey, you're racist and
1: everybody deserves everything because they're alive. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I can say my father served in Vietnam. Uh, he was an SP4. Uh, I think we've gotten on that the rank discussion before Bushy. Uh, I lost my old man in 91. And uh, I'm going to say it was George Bush senior. Uh, My mom was supposed to be granted a house back sometime in the mid 90s, and I don't know what happened, but uh Basically, she had it taken away by uh, the administration of of George uh, Bush senior I don't want to say it was him personally, but somebody basically cut back the program on that Uh, I don't know if my father caught anything from Vietnam I know he was in the latter part of the Agent Orange era when they were testing Agent Orange and uh some may say that that contributed to his death he was only 42 uh i really only didn't want to get into the subject but um i'm try to hold my composure uh i know my mom for a while. yeah my, my mom she had a, a lot of hard time yeah a hard time with some of the stuff that uh was going on uh with like uh benefits and stuff like that i, I i'm gonna say it was about Fuck about eight to ten years. I know it was funny. My mom didn't start getting anything from the VA until roughly two months after my father had passed. And it was funny because not funny but kinda heartbreaking. My father the last two months he was alive, he was stressing, calling the VA every day saying, Hey, where the hell is my check? I can't work, I'm trying to provide for my family, this and that and literally my father passed August second, ninety one. My mom got the first check September second, ninety one, like literally a month after and it baffled me that they gave all this back pay all this like health insurance and stuff that for us but then you know once we started turning 16 you know starting getting our uh, teenage years ba was like oh no you're old enough up oh, no you're old enough up oh, no you're old enough technically I should still be something from my father but because of the way the uh, benefits and stuff were handed out and cut off the only person that actually does get something that's entitled for something that's not even receiving anything no more is my mom, which is kind of jacked because now she gets social security retirement benefit. But yes she makes just thirty dollars over the required limit for her to also get my dad's VA pension check. So I really like I said did not want to get into this discussion. I think it's bullshit how some people are being done. I think it's bullshit how our veterans that are out there suffering Jesus Christ, man, guys! I know you haven't been to Vegas, but I'm gonna tell you right now: when I drive downtown, when I'm on the freeway, when I look at bridges, and I see these people out there holding, you know, the signs, man. Some of them just want a fucking beer. You know, they're not gonna lie to you, be like, "Hey, I have an alcoholic addiction." You know, some people that drink beer have to maybe drink that damn bottle just to take away the pain that they go through in their head, mentally, from the post-traumatic stress syndrome that they went through when they fought. I mean, God, man, these guys go out there, watch bro- their br- brothers, man, blown the bits, dude. I'm talking, we're not talking, oh, I'm going to get shot in my fucking arm. No, these are people, God forbid, being blown half. You know, they have, they have to have a post-casket funeral. There are people out here in wheelchairs with no bodies, no limbs, and the government looks at them like, oh, no, they did that themselves. The fuck they didn't do that themselves, man? They fought for our, uh, our country, and you fucking left them there to rot. That's bullshit. <laughs>
0: The worst part, part of all that is yeah, just when you sign your contract and you take your oath of enlistment. there are certain things that are guaranteed. I mean, you're guaranteed, you know, a, a monthly, pension, um, so to speak, a retirement pay at you serve X number of years. You're guaranteed to have health care, you know, for the rest of your life you know, or until you reach the, med- reach the Medicare age. So Those are things that are supposed to be guaranteed, is, but the thing is, it's through the Veterans Administration. they can't get that under control they don't never get any better but we have ranted about that long enough and I don't know I don't know that we got anything accomplished about this whole Wanda Sykes you know they only want to he'll re- repeal Obamacare because he's slack I, I want to repeal watching her just because he's
1: stupid.
2: Amen. Dude, that's the <laughs> Jewett, they need to repeal over half the fucking people in the damn government, because, I mean, every damn one of them are practically just as stupid as anything. They're both smart not common Yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of them are common And that's, that's what
0: they don't understand, you know, why Trump won. Because the pockets are already lied, baby. He doesn't need any of that outside party. So I think we finally got a president in there that sort of, you know, bust his ass. He's got an uphill fight against him. Him. But he's going to bust his ass to, to try to help the American
1: people. Um, not we have a president that has balls. We have a president that has balls. Just know that, dude. Absolutely. He has balls to make a great America great, great again.
0: Here's, so Here's <laughs> hoping. Here's hoping. Mountain Man, I thought you said you had something you wanted to talk about. or Why did would bust your balls some more? So, uh, this, you're the one
2: whose face is going to be on Tim's ass. I know you don't have to bust my balls. That right there is the deal breaker of the day. Anyway. ha, <laughs> ha. Uh, let's, uh, I'm going to switch up just a little bit and go into current events, like, around where I live. Uh, uh, pretty much, like, what's been going on around, stuff like that. Just feel everybody you can get everyone. peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain situations, like up here in the mountains, uh, just as a heads up, live registered population of my little town, uh, blue red lights, you turn left and go straight to hell to get to my house. That's practically the direction to get to my home. Uh, <laughs>
0: uh. little town has red lights. The little town I grew up here in Northern New York don't have a damn one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I
2: mean, population?
0: What What would you say? About 500?
2: From Greece? 738 from Granny Clyde. Uh, that's wow. the last time we even looked at it.
0: I mean, that's, that's all the 307, over 372 that. of that is goats, sheep, and
2: cows. Negative, actually. Yeah, that is the next <laughs> county over. They're the ones that have goats, sheep, and cows.
3: <laughs>
1: wow. Well, so, so what? Right, so, I, I'm curious, well, what's going on up there in the little town of where you're at, the little county where you're at? Right? I visited a couple of years back.
2: Well, right now, one of the most popular current events is a disappearance a gentleman uh, basically had a fight with his wife and yeah. young and so to speak so some things come on and ended up happening that uh, basically uh, he ended up somehow or another the family cabin that they were at got caught on fire his truck got caught on fire his brand new four wheeler caught on fire and the whole cabin, everything burnt down straight to the ground he has disappeared. Nowhere to be seen, nowhere to be found. Now, in hindsight of this whole situation, this is actually a family situation, you could say, because it is actually within my wife's family. But hmm. with the fact of him disappearing like that, uh, used to be a, a, a sheriff's deputy, served in the military, uh, all sorts of different things basically the the whole time within his uh, everything has been going on he's pretty pretty decent fella but just up and disappearing no remains found they searched the area this whole nine yards um trying to locate this guy and nothing's been found and basically with the extent of certain things coming to light that some money was taken out that nobody knew about within the family this and that do you all think he flew the coup, or basically just uh, uh, possibly went somewhere
1: and just uh, just
2: doesn't want to be
1: found? Did the fire department never discover if it was uh, discussed whether it was arson or an accidental blaze that put the house up and everything up in, in smoke, or
2: it was? Started by diesel fuel, and the diesel fuel can was found over in a uh, shrubbery patch right beside the cabin. That's Everything so
0: That was uh, like, "Fuck it, I'm out."
1: <laughs> so, so <laughs> intentionally, we got an intentional blaze starter here who just decided to up and take some money and get out of the damn freaking town there before he got spotted. Well, that's that's kind of the perception, but the way,
2: and this is what I find funny about up here: the the sheriff up here has
0: described it as a suspicious homicide in his personal opinion mm. homicide why wow, was there somebody in the in in, in the building no they can't talk they they searched the the place the area
2: they searched around it cannot find remains cannot find nothing that motherfucker
1: is in jamaica drinking Baikai, man yeah i mean <laughs> i mean tec- technically speaking there, you can't really call it suspicious homicide i mean of First body. of all, you got you got cadaver dogs that can sit there and sniff, you know, and find human remains that there were ashes or not. If you don't find ashes, well, what you got basically is a case of arson and the guy like Bushy said who skipped to fucking Jamaica to go smoke the damn green and shit. Come on now, leave the guy alone. He burned a building, he got pissed off and did. Was he it, was bad. Bad. it was his uh, why?
2: cabin actually it was her personal property that she received from her parents you remember i told you about where we go camping at i'm not going to say out loud but uh hc yeah yeah where the family has cabins and stuff basically hmm. the cabin was the last thing his wife had of uh, her grandparents to remember him by. he had two kids with her adopted one i already know the children. Uh, personal opinions and stuff of the situation, which I'm not going to air over this. But some people, some people will say they're glad he's gone, and some people will say he will be missed. So I mean, you've got a fifty-fifty shot of the of that whole situation basically coming to light. Um, other than that, normal, same old. And I don't know if a lot of people realize this. I mean, I know drugs is. Uh, Big everywhere. You've got uh, drug sales, people dying, overdose, and this, that, and the other. But up here in the mountains, unfortunately, especially in the community where I live, they do not have a a place for kids to go to to hang out. They don't have anywhere unless you have your own personal property and have a bonfire. Uh, you have nothing to do up here, so. And it, it kind of sucks unless you play sports or something like that to an extent. But that's only a seasonal situation. So up here, 90% of the current events up here that's going on is either people being supported. They, they, they basically make the wrong decision or choice to start drinking or getting on both. So, I mean, primarily that's all the situations going on up here and stuff. But other than that, uh, that, that, that one whole ordeal, I wanted to get y'all's opinion, which I, I greatly appreciate because that, that's something that everybody's going to look at. I bet you money, for the few people that's around me that's going to listen to this, we might get a few comments saying, Well, uh, why would you talk about that being your own family? Because no offense if somebody's pulling that shit, to be either A, that stupid, or B, that smart to an extent just to get out of the marriage. Everybody, ha- everybody has an opinion. Why not give feedback to get everybody in on the topic of conversation? Oh,
0: sure. What do I, just, I wouldn't call it smart, because to me it sounds like a crime's committed, because arson is a crime. And then if you're emptying out a but, bank account, you
1: know, you're know you kind of leaving somebody high and drop. That's that's robbery right there. Grand Larson, if I'm not mistaken, if you're not, getting not if out of some nope, not if it's a joint checking account
0: because I, I ended up getting myself in some trouble years ago because I went into a store to pay for some gas and buy a Coca-Cola. It was a, literally, I knew that my money was low. So it was like a 3 dollars half dollar check that landed my ass in trouble because my ex-wife, when we were going through our divorce, had cleaned my account out. cleaned it out. Nothing I could do about it because I hadn't had her off the joint account yet. That's all perfectly real. I just had to suck up and take the punishment.
2: Well, see, the thing is, this was a personal loan that was taken out by himself. He didn't inquire, have anything to do with his wife, with his kids. None of them knew about oh, it. Oh, we took out and a personal loan and then bailed? Yeah, oh. yeah. And she's being stuck with the bill now. They're sending them to her, saying you need to pay.
0: Yeah, he uh, he's becoming a reverse illegal immigrant. His ass is to Mexico somewhere. He done jumped the wall. <laughs> he's making his way to Cabo, said Lucas to hang with Sammy Hagar or something. <laughs> right. But anyway, uh, Bushy, what you got going on around your area? Anything worth talking about? Ah, nothing much up here. We got a bunch of people pissed off because uh, Representative Elise Stefanik went ahead and voted yes on the new health care bill. So people are pissed off at her. But of course, it's the Democrats that are up here. Even though this is a very conservative area, we still have our loony tunes up here. I had to mess with you about something. I remember last week you were talking. You know, Gene Simmons, you know, screw him, rock and roll is dead. This is very interesting, came across in ClassicRock.com. Peter Chris just said, rock and roll is dead. It's over. And he had just said in 2014 that it was not. He's finally realizing, man, that it's done. It's, made, it's given him the decision to go ahead and retire from music altogether. Because they're not coming out with rock and roll music anymore, man. Hendrix is gone. The Beatles are gone. Motown is gone. Ha ha, fuck you, I told you, rock is dead. <laughs> I'm sorry, but please explain to me how rock and roll is To so last... that her... Sure. When is the last time you heard a rock and roll song? Uh, actual rock and roll song. Yep. Yeah. Something new. Uh, I would have to say 6 a.m. That's not rock and roll. That's hard rock. That's a rock and roll. Because John Mellicamp, John Cougar, whatever he's going by this week, has just said the same thing. Yep. Just had the same So thing. you're meaning rock and roll, and roll like
2: the classic uh, Kia, Motley Crew. That's, I, I call <laughs> I that night.
0: Night. Peter Chris says
1: You call Peter that Peter Chris.
0: Chris says rock and roll is old. John Bellicamp says Rock's glory days are over and it will never come back.
1: Yeah. I can't even personally remember the last good rock that was catchy I even called up to. I would do probably maybe when this. That was an if. That's more like popper. That's not like straight rock. I mean, we're talking like Ted Nugent and like Bushy said Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, Doors, Tight acting, the day when music music. Now this, what we got now, you came to classify as rock and roll. If you, if you search Google, it doesn't pull up any rock and roll of the new millennium at all. So rock is dead, if you look at it. Manson said it best, back in uh, the Mechanical Animals album. Rock is dead.
3: I thought the last
0: good rock and roll band to come out was They are a pretty good 70s sound rock band. Now I would go has a good six feet narrow rock sound. So maybe that's the only one. I can't think
2: of any rock and roll bands that are out there. Mm-hmm. Well, well, with your two perception of uh, saying ADC bands are metal, I disagree. Oh, ACDC's
1: AC, hard rock. Band, yeah, yeah ACDC's hard rock. Man. We're like talking like rock, rock and uh, shit.
2: <laughs> well, see, well, see, for up here, consider southern rock is rock and roll. So down here, fast. that costume is a classic
0: rock southern rock. Uh, the 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 on rock, rock. South of the goddamn border south of the <laughs> southernmost exactly. world. <laughs> <laughs> the band <laughs> like Skittered, I mean, yeah, they're still going out to the bay to see them here a couple years ago. But what about something new? something. uh I guess that's the thing. A lot of guys are, And i will listen to the rock and roll station around here, and the only time I enjoy is when it, when my music was still good, they actually played their instruments. Uh, I just... I. I kind of agree with what they're saying. What they're saying is, you know, it's not even worthwhile putting an album anymore because people just go and download everything, alright? So, it's having 13 or 14 songs they're gonna put out. Peter Criss was talking back when he put a if he released an album, he would just release one or two songs, 45. If you're too young to know what a 45 is, just one of them little bitty records with a song on each side.
3: <laughs>
0: so, I understand the argument of his dad. Um, they're they're putting way too many sounds and effects in, into the music now. Whatever happened is maybe a keyboard player, guitars, bass, and a vocalist. That's what I hear. Some good old rock and roll. Well, yeah,
2: but now, now that you're talking about, yeah, her actual rock
0: and, and, that's, roll, uh, yeah. and That's what Gene was saying. Uh, he he kind of got lumped into and classified as that metal stuff. a lot of those classified as about From what I see, I could be real time listening to new music. I see a lot of dudes playing rock and roll. I see them getting very aggressive. Very loud, very fast. It's not true to rock and roll, man. You want rock and roll and country in the roll band. Exactly. So I just, I just yeah. thought that's interesting <laughs> after conversation with the whole Scougiene uh, Simmons and other people are coming out saying that. Uh, and, and the one that floored me the most was I uh, said Melon Camp, and uh, that uh, it's, it's more like the glory days are over. It'll never come back. And I get what he's saying there because uh, even his music you consider rock and roll. Come on, Jack and Diane is a classic rock and roll too. It's not heavy, but it's Fair definitely time. rock and roll. Granny Clyde just said Millen Camp sucks. <laughs> he said, what do you know? I'm not talking about his politics, because I hate his politics.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Granny Clyde said, I know he got a... a uh, she knows that he got into politics, and he's supposed to be a mu-
2: musician.
0: Oh, no, see, that's the thing. These days, Hollywood, they got to be in politics. I mean, even Corey Taylor runs his mouth about politics, and so I'd like to punch him in the throat every time he says something. On the other Good side, Ted Nugent says stuff, and I'm like, yeah, you go, Ted. I completely agree with him.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that's, uh, there's one guy that'll sit there and Ted basically say rock and roll is not dead. If if you actually look like, at the basis of what Ted Nugent looked at it as. I mean, he's looking at bands and stuff, even though he lives on a ranch and hunts for his food. and does. Song, sir,
3: after all his fans,
2: paid their money because of his political belief. Ah, Granny Clyde just stated Nugent didn't cancel his uh, concert in North Carolina uh, because of uh, his political beliefs after all his fans and stuff uh, ended up uh, paying for their tickets and everything. That's like Bruce Springsteen with uh, uh, the, what is the bill called? The HB2 or whatever the one
0: that says that boys can't go into the girls room and girls can't go into the boys room if they're saying that that's what is it I'm a boy but I'm going to say that I'm a girl so so you still have to go into the boys yeah.
2: well well, see originally North Carolina was for the governor because supposedly he got threatened by other people saying oh if you do not pass this that uh, you uh, won't be able to uh, do that uh, uh you won't be able to be in government law but then all of a sudden he turned around and changed it but because north carolina passed it for that little bit um yeah i remember First thing cancelled in north carolina who else there's a few of them i, I remember all that going on I- yeah i was supposed to come for conventions everything I mean
1: don't get me wrong I don't. I, I
2: didn't agree with it when all that was going on saying oh yeah a boy can classify himself as a girl so he has a right to law. I don't agree with that Lord knows but yeah a
3: bunch of pussies
2: basically just like Granny Clyde said but either way being a mu- musician and your fans you, you advertising you're coming and then just because of one little band pulling that or the government pulling that, or whatever the case was, deciding to cancel your concert because of all that. Yeah, a lot of bands like Springsteen and all of them lost a lot of respect down here because it doesn't matter to an extent. To an extent, I don't, don't think I'm saying the wrong thing here. The, if I had a
3: daughter, I wouldn't
2: want a man in the bathroom. Just like Granny said, if she had a daughter, she wouldn't want a man in the bathroom with her. But at the same time that doesn't mean you need to cancel a concert for your fans down south just because uh, the state decided to be stupid and not people to them
0: Right, and I half half agree with that. I uh I don't believe in this whole transgender thing. I think it's just the uh, the new thing to do, is say, oh, I was supposed to have been born a girl. They're like, um, no, I'm pretty sure you were born that way because that's what you're supposed to be. You're kinda of going yeah. against everything science says, you know, for all these science lovers science says you put these two things together it makes this <laughs> you know yep. but um now the bathroom thing I'm, I'm on the fence both ways with that you know because at the same time we have these freakazoids out there we've got a you know if we we're going to give equality to everybody which is how we're supposed to be then i i understand the argument for allowing them to do it i understand the, the fear argument for not allowing them to do it but there, there comes a time where common sense has overcome fear. I I really doubt that uh, you know. For example, my daughter's going to the bathroom, then a dude dressed up as a chick with his lipstick and you know his nails painted and such going in there because he identifies as a woman and squatting on the toilet. I really don't think he's necessarily in there trolling for little girls. You know, I I don't think that's what it is. I think that's a, a kind of a, another one of those fear mongering aspects. This time from the right because a lot of people uh, on the on the right tend to be more Christian-minded, so they automatically have in their head that this stuff is wrong because the Bible says, and I don't care what your book says, because I'm not Christian-minded, even though I'm a conservative, but uh, because Leviticus said something about a man laying down with a man and how that's wrong, it doesn't mean that God said that. What that means to me is that somebody wrote that because they didn't like it. I don't believe that was, you know, come down from heaven or whatever but the problem is on, on the right with conservatives in general they take, and that's just as crazy as ISIS in their Quran and you're lopping heads off as such if you ask me because you're still taking rights away from people just because you don't agree with it based on a uh, on a religious ideal I think that's wrong I think people should be entitled to their religious beliefs but once those beliefs start to step on the rights of other people that's when I start to have a problem with I understand. You know, uh, yeah, the, the whole canceling something because oh I don't agree with well, that—that's that's just a so fucking cloud, you know. Because exactly. now what you've done is you just cost me some money. I'm sure it got refunded, you know, because they're not just going to take the money and run. But I—I I, I took the time off from work, you know, like maybe I'd take the next day off because I knew I was going to be out for eleven or twelve night watching the show. So now I've wasted my time off. You know, I've wasted my money for a short period until it finally gets refunded back to my credit card. And you look like an asshole for canceling out just because you don't agree with something. I hate entertainers in general that do this shit. We all have a political opinion, I get that, but your job is to entertain me. Keep your fucking politics to yourself and entertain me. It's like Dance Monkey Dance. Bruce, sing your song, monkey, sing your song. I don't give a shit. Frankly, I have people that were spending money to go see Bruce Springsteen. Trauma. They probably but should have been shot in the head in the first damn place.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: just make Granny Clyde uh, throw up both arms and go. Da, da, da.
3: <laughs> God.
1: Joe, you, Joe, you got anything to throw on that first? I got absolutely nothing, man. All I heard was the uh, whole bathroom thing, transgender. I have no fear no say I not not against it, unless don't have anything to add to it unfortunately. So we'll, wait we'll wait prepare. Yeah, yeah hey, I literally—the uh, only thing I know about is uh, Charlotte was supposed to hold the National Bitches Association, better known as the NBA, uh, their All-Star game in Charlotte, and because of the situation, uh, they had to relocate it to Atlanta this year because Charlotte didn't want to hold uh, the All or the NBA. Somebody didn't want to hold it because they were going to put a transgender bathrooms up on there. Like I said, people want to. Sit there and alter their sex midway through their life because they identify with you know a different uh, Sex or whatever they should have the right to it. It's the, the most most important card in America I mean me like I said I really don't have nothing on it I don't I, I can't say whether it's a good thing bad thing uh, I, I just think I, I look at it like this as as you yeah, guys were saying as long as a child uh, goes to the bathroom, and let's say there is a male that's dressed as a woman because they identify themselves more feminine than being uh, cismo. Uh, as long as they're not being pedophiled or being trolled on, I I see no problem with it, man. Technically, man. But you know, once that becomes a problem, there's all hell's gonna break loose. Yeah, that's yeah. all I gotta say.
0: Like I said, I don't think well, that's yeah. a problem. I think that's just a fear mongering thing. Right. Right. Well, the, the, basically, what it was,
2: Sam, was we was asking was was the artist correcting, canceling their show for their fans just because the government agreed with it.
1: Um, I, like I said, I had no, no comment on saying. You're asking the wrong motherfucker, dude. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. I knew, I knew you guys were gonna fuck me on something. God damn it! That's all right. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Well, well, here you go.
0: Maybe this will be a little easier for you. North Korea. Kim Jong-un came out last week saying that the American CIA and South Korea were plotting to assassinate him. Now, I don't know where he gets his information. I don't even know if this is true or not. All I can say is, if they are, well, it's about goddamn time, and why haven't we done it? I think that frankly. If that was going to happen, we'd have done that shit a long time ago. Starting with the, the founder of yeah, North Korea, you know, his grandfather. I think we'd have wiped that son of a bitch right out. But we're trying to, okay, you want to live this way. We're going to try to go ahead and let you do it. But dude, this this boy with his little gay ass hair, he's crazy. Boy, boy, he's crazy. He's talking about how uh, he's going to reduce America to ashes. Bitch, you can't fire a missile without it blowing up in the <laughs> why Why are you talking all this shit? And the latest thing he's done is they have just detained another American, uh, uh, what did they call it for some kind of crimes, uh, uh, alleged hostile acts. Now of course, they haven't said what hostile acts are. This is the, uh, yeah, the unspecified hostile acts against the country. <laughs> What the hell? They were aimed at overthrowing, overthrowing, North Korea. Are you kidding me? This guy was a, um, what is it? He's an accounting instructor at a university. <laughs> was the last time you saw an accounting distru- uh, instructor try to go Rambo? Take over a country,
1: (laughs) right? I I mean, I think this guy, poor detainee, we got. I think uh, Mr. Kim Jong Un here thought he was rambling some shit, thought to me to uh to uh, detain him or whatever. But uh, I'm gonna just put my my view on this because I love this fucking topic right here. I'm sick and tired of wanting this guy all over the freaking news with his little flat top. Have you ever noticed he looks like the guy from Dick the Tw- Tracy, flat top? Yeah, yeah. It was a little cut. And then, I mean, the cut's so nice. When the fuck did it, was that haircut even in style? Anyway, let, let's get off of that. Uh, you're detaining the these Americans, man. And let me just tell you something. When you hold Americans hostage, you got a fucking problem in a half right there first of all we have a nuclear submarine in your backyard in your backyard in your pond i should say it's in the sea not in oh but in the pacific ocean no it's in inside the fucking sea that, that they have right this guy here like you he said has been running his little dick sucking lips man like jay-z and is sitting here going i'm gonna make america the ashes like you said this bitch can't even a rocket up ass fucking outside of korea so first of all who you threaten dude if you want to threaten somebody you're going to threaten china you're going to threaten south korea guess what america's sitting right there buddy right there in that little pond waiting for you to shoot off your little markets and if i'm not mistaken since he's so politically into our news and our business if he is if he is this boy needs to realize what the hell we just did to the ISIS leader. Yeah. Yes, have you heard Have you heard of the MOAB? The <laughs> the mother of all bombs. Exactly. <laughs> let me just tell you something. I if call that fair, the ultimate
0: like... mic drop.
1: Boom! <laughs> right. Check this out. Mr. <laughs> Kim Jong yong if you happen to translate this into <laughs> Korean language, let me just advise you. You're not being threatened. <laughs> you're not being guaranteed that you keep fucking with us, dude. You're going to end up like the leader of ISIS who had an MOAB dropped on his ass, I believe it was last week, man, but I'm really sick and tired of this guy just saying, oh, I'm going to nuke you, I'm going to nuke you. It's not going to happen. Unfortunately, it looks like if he attempts to do it, it'll be us dropping a nuke on his ass to shut him the hell up. I don't think we'll drop a nuke on him.
0: Like yeah, I was going to say, we're not going to drop a nuclear weapon. There are ways to
3: it. handle yeah, this. I know that... Uh,
0: I know that right now, uh, Mr. Trump is working with Xi uh, Jinping from um, China to try to lean on North Korea a little bit. You know, hey, Can hey, I hey, dude, you're, um, you've had a couple up. too many. You better calm the fuck down. You In know, to the try to get him to chill out. And of course, he's just he's posturing. That's what people don't get. You know, again, the Trump's going to lead us into World War III. No, nope. we've got a new president. And. Kim Jong-un is going to do the same thing he did when Obama named. you know, he's posturing. Try to show this great strength, and I'm this big, bad, badass. We can't develop a nuclear weapon, but we're trying. Okay, they are trying, Do underground testing all the time. They can't get a missile to clear the goddamn shoot. you know, for the most part. Now, they do fire stuff into the, what is it, the Sea of Japan. That's a little nerve-wracking, because Japan is one of our allies. But it, it's just posturing, you know, it, it's bigger dick syndrome. He's trying to flop it out and say, hey, mine's bigger than yours. This is what's going to happen. Death to America. No, bitch, you can't feed your people. Let's, let's, let's worry about that first. And I don't know if you've watched this video. Did you see when they were parading all those weapons across? the you cross? Know, that big, grandiose parade. Did that not look like them? I'm sorry, I've seen military weapons, okay? I've seen military weapons while well deployed. Those things looked fake. It almost looked like cardboard. It's like, okay, what's the joke? You <laughs> you got right. papier-mâché bombs? Well, it like Shut up. Day. What's
3: that? It, all, it looked
1: basically like paper mache Yeah, that's what I just said. Paper-mâché bombs, absolutely. Yeah. But so, here- Technically, you know, no, you know, it looked like to me. Have you ever seen those fucking Crayola, big-ass fucking uh, crayons or whatever that the kids play with, like the little three-year-olds? Yeah. It looked like that then blown up on the screen and made it look like everybody was marching to it Literally, like, it literally looked like they put a crayon on a little golf cart And just strode it down the street, man <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally, like, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm fascinated because I live on the West Coast And I, I, I implore this motherfucker to try to shoot us Like, literally, like, try it, dude Like, have some of the strongest military on the West Coast well, my whole
0: thing is, I mean, if are going to, if, if if North Korea wants to blow something up, California is really not going to be a loss, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, no, <laughs> Hey, Vegas would become the West Coast. That's right. You know, like, okay, you want to about <laughs> California? That that takes care of a whole lot of liberal-minded people right there. Get rid uh, of Hollywood. It's the craziest. <laughs> uh, right.
3: And of course, no, that's uh, a joke. I-,
0: I don't want American lives to die, but. Quit posturing, quit flexing. Pull your it, pants exactly. back up. It's not as big as you think it is.
2: That, that's one of those situations that if you've got the brag, you have to have the glass and a pair of tweezers just find it because that's, the, uh, that's all bragging is. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: and, think about bag just that kind of bragging.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it just goes all, all the way back to the beginning, man. Like, the way the media is hyping this up is like fear-mongering. I mean, there are people out there that are probably paranoid as hell, like saying, oh, this can really happen, this can really happen. Let me just, like I said, let me tell you like this, for those who are on the East Coast and the Midwest and have never been out to the West and we have military up in Alaska, we got military up in Washington, Oregon, California, hell, Hawaii, and we represent hard. There's nothing that little Korean laptop hat wearing rig motherfucker can do the fuck us up. Okay, that's Japan I ja-
2: the first every single time I see you the Korean version of
1: my
2: all Exactly <laughs> J- Japan,
1: Japan. has our back, South Korea has our back, the Chinese have our back, and like I said, America, we have defenses right there in the Sea of Japan. There's nothing more about this cat. Literally, like I'm let's tell you, this cat is asking for the mother of all bumps to be shoved up his ass. He detains another American. It's a done deal, because we won't stand for this shit, we don't, we're, we're not taking prisoners, we take prisoners. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> absolutely crazy, because you got a, uh, that
0: guy Jeffrey Fowler, I don't know if you remember uh, him, uh, he nearly lost everything, just leaving a in North Korea. He was a prisoner, Um, finally safe at home, Um, uh, you see he was a devout Christian father, years old, traveled to the suit of in 2014. Is a company about the Hermit Kingdom. I'm not what that is. And um uh, today uh Northern Port City of Chong he made a mistake. The cost of this. He left a bible under a trash can in the men's room at a nightclub. He was arrested immediately. Visitors are caught to watch her, so he was immediately uh, um, uh, uh, you know arrested. And uh they held to see how long did they hold him for? Uh they, they held him for a while. But Now, frankly, if you're an American, you should have—you should never go there, never go there, because they're going to grab you. They're, all they care about is flexing their muscles, dropping their trowel, you know, measuring. It—it's uh, it, just a bad situation. You're not going to change anything over there, okay? Never. Now, this guy—we actually got back, but we still have four over there. Um, while while this guy was arrested, he's an information black hole. You know, nothing. Nothing getting uh, answered. You know, he's asking, you know, asking the guard what North Korea wanted in exchange for his freedom. You know, just not getting any, um, you know, any answers at all. Uh, Had a hard time finding anything that was in English or Chinese. I guess he reads Chinese. Um, But he's never placed one of the brutal uh, nations into his work camps. But he was isolated, monitored constantly. And uh, he was coached on how to write a statement of guilt. You know, and, um, and this is what they do, okay? Twenty three hours a day isolation, you go to write a things, so you are guilty of this stuff. It's it's ridiculous. Stay the hell out of North Korea. You're not gonna change anything. I don't care what god you worship. That son of a bitch don't live in North Korea, okay? He might be anywhere else. But he left North Korea a long time ago. A little fat boy run North Korea. stay the hell out of Like you're constantly detaining people. This guy right now that's a fifteen year hard of, of hard labor one of the hard labor camps. We got another American that's doing 10 years hard labor. They're, they're, we're not going to negotiate their release. It's not going to happen, because then this guy would have to admit maybe it's a little smaller than he professing. Right. So, I don't know. Personally, if it was up to me, we have the most elite special ops unit in the world, SEAL Team 6. Drop them in covertly. Take the son of a bitch out. Take out all of his uh, henchmen and get out of the country before they even know you're there. The problem with that. Is, is who's gonna step in and take the place because right now the country's a communist country, you know, it's, it's run by one These people, unfortunately, I don't think they would know how to survive if they weren't being, you know, doled out what little bit of food they have or told, you know, what they have to do every day, you know, for the glorious leader, or whatever the fuck he calls himself. <laughs> and that's the problem with those kinds of regimes. What do you do? you do what happened in Iraq, although I blame a lot of that on Obama, because he pulled out too goddamn early. No, but you take away a dictator, something else is going to move right in. you got to have a plan. You've got to have a plan. Although I would love to see them take it out. Just take them the fuck out.
1: Hungry. Uh, All right, so what else is going on? What else is going on, uh. Oh, no, I, I was debating I was whether or not do this or not, man, but, uh, well, Bushy, you already know, we, a colleague of ours, uh, where we work at, you know, for, for that uh, has been going through a rough, rough little patch, oh, yeah. and, uh, just want, just want to give my deepest goals to the DJ and his nephew, DJ his mother, and, uh, it's kind of hard, man, because yeah, must a come in this week, and I, I kid you not, uh i'm 37 years old I, I, i'll give my age i don't care but i can i can tell you like this I, I gave when i found out what happened yesterday to her i believe it was the first time that i gave my mother a hug and a kiss on her forehead and told her Larry, how much i appreciate her and that she was still here with us man so i i just had to make let him know that man if you listen to this podcast brother anything you need from me or bushy man we're here for you and, uh, that's all I got to say on that, man. May she rest easy and forever in peace, man. Amen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Deepest condolences. We're definitely setting out our most heartfelt thoughts, positive vibes, prayers, whatever it may be. That's a rough thing. I lost mine seven years ago. I, I, I get that completely. Well, I don't know how many of you guys are uh, uh, Deftones fans, but uh, Chino Moreno says he would definitely do a tour with Korn. What do you think about that? Because uh, he admitted previously
1: that he was once trying to avoid playing shows with uh, with the band. I've heard that, uh, I don't know how updated your information is, but I've heard he is interested in doing a tour with porn and reviving maybe the Family Values tour. But from what I've read, he said, the hell with doing the show if Limp Biscuit's on that bill. That's from what I've heard. He said that Fred Durst is garbage. I mean, I agree. I mean like I've had a Facebook stalker literally literally Facebook stalks me when I'm composing my show almost Every Friday night I'm doing my extreme show. It's like, can you play some Limp Bizkit? Can you play some Limp Bizkit, bitch? I'm not trying to get fired (laughs) I'm like you're not giving me head. You're not giving me no kitty cat I'm not gonna sit here playing requests for you and get fired from the one thing I love doing that I don't even get paid for right like, really, I'm like, no, Limp biscuit is not metal. People that sit there and say Limp biscuit is metal, no the fuck they're not. You look up new metal, they're not even classified in that damn genre, even though Google has them as that. They're garbage. Translation, let me go Puerto Rican on you. They're basura, marifun, vendejos, okay? They suck. They don't There are four or five albums they put together are all trash and i, and I promise you if you ever get an album review i'm gonna trash the hell out these bastards because let me tell you right now what Brad durst did and the last known family Values tour that was supposed to hit las vegas i believe it was 50 tickets 50 fucking tickets we're talking balcony seat tickets man like okay if you're filming your shit, you're not filming the balcony of the crowd you're filming the stage Why in the holy hell would you sit here within three hours of the festival, cancel the show because we didn't sell out and then have the audacity to call Las Vegas fans the names that you called us? Bro, if you ever come back to this city, I promise you, dude, I promise you it's not going to be pretty, dude. Because I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie Casino Man, but there's still plenty of hoes out here in the dirt, in the desert to fill. Fred will fill one of those if he comes back out here. The amount of trash he talked on our city and our people, it's no wonder why his ass is banned. And there are a lot of bands that are out here that are banned that are not allowed to play in Vegas. Let me just tell you, Lent Biscuit is number one on that list. So, Fred Thirst, there's to you, buddy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of dirt by myself. Not mad. You love Limp
3: biscuits, don't
2: uh, uh, you? you? lost your damn mind if you think that in any way. <laughs> shape freaking shaper There, There's only one song that I, I, I sat here and thought about. I agree. I hate Limp Biscuit. Never liked them. Not even whenever they got it with corn a long time ago when MTV was converting from doing music into the BS it is today. Uh there's only one song I believe I might even remotely listen to and that's uh, the one he done with Aaron Lewis and Spain. Uh-huh. Outside. That's the only composer or song that that I might ever listen to that involves him. But uh, no, no, he just... And speaking of death tones, I've never really been big into the death tones. I listen to them like when it comes on the radio. Yeah. But... I'm now, I... Now, I, I did kind of get into Death Tones a little bit when they were touring with System of a Down and stuff, and they were working together on their live shows. I, I give the lead singer of Death Tones a little bit of credit, and he's got a range of a voice. But just musically, I mean, if he, if they went a little bit more uh, malonic, milani-
1: I love, I love how you say that. You say it so totally yeah, fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, he, he says melodic and melodic, brother. There's no, no end there. No, don't tell him how to say it right.
0: It's been one of my favorite parts. <laughs> <laughs> I've been no, it. it.
1: I, I, I went back and listened to our last episode and he kept saying melodic. I was like, I think you'd be oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here, here, Here's a funny thing about Chino. Uh, I don't know if I've... Uh, well, You guys are not like hardcore hardcore fans. I've actually followed Chino since uh, around the third days. I want to say the album was released back in 93. Back then, Chino had a very, very, very hard liquor addiction. Like when he go on stage, you're hearing... Yeah, 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 you know, like you barely hear the words coming out hey, of his man. mouth. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Yeah, 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 like he had <laughs> <laughs> mouth, nah, dude. Like actually, it that actually so sounds horrible. better
0: than any death Deftones thing I've ever heard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it was so horrible. You know, you had people leaving halfway through the show because they can make what he's saying. Band played excellent as hell. I mean, they they were up on tune. There was one tour I would admit that I saw. I want to say it was '97. Where I think the band was not really up to par or whatever, they were exhausted, they literally taped their whole show. Like, you can literally tell it was lip-sunk, lip-played, the whole, it was all recorded. It literally looked like the band was up there. It sounded too albumish. Like there's a point where you know something sounds. What was that word?
2: Albinish?
1: Album ish. Yes. I'm you're.
2: You're starting to sound southern <laughs> No, but th- here's the thing.
1: It's like <laughs> totally, totally said Albinish. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did, you see the, did you not see the Chili Peppers performance when they did the Super Bowl? Totally fucking. <laughs> I'm saying rehearsed. Well, it was e- played.
0: Everybody that does the Super Bowl anymore is all fucking back tracks
1: and shit. Flea could have made it look better by at least acting
0: like he had one of those uh, wireless things plugged in. <laughs> he right, didn't even exactly. have anything plugged in at Jack in his face. It's, I, you know what? I hate the fucking Chili Peppers, too. Overrated crap. I actually saw the Deftones. Um, it was from Zero, the Deftones, and Godsmack. Um, Godsmack's second tour down at uh, Saratoga Springs, New York. I, I hated Deftones. I yeah, you know, I'm, I'm grown, this motherfucker come out on stage, talk about, do you like horsies? Motherfucker, I'm grown trying to get hated. You're talking about, it. do I like horsies? Fuck you, you little ignorant child. I, I hate that guy. Fuck him and his little horsies. <laughs>
1: Bro, I, I think maybe he was making reference to the white pony. I know, I know what the hell,
0: you <laughs> can't defend that bullshit. He said, do you like horsies? I don't care if he's talking about the white pony, i to say pony. <laughs>
1: That's crazy, man. God, might as well
0: say goody-goo-goo. Goo. Ignorant
1: fucking prick. Oh, God, hate that shit. I don't know. All I know is they're, they're going to be out here July 8th, man, at the downtown Las Vegas event center. I'm contemplating on whether I'm going to take my daughter or not because this will be her first concert. Rise Against is on that bill, which is kind of like a band I don't want to see because it's one of those bands that you hear too much up on the radio and it's kind of like... I, I don't want to even remotely know I went to a Rise Against concert. I just want to go to the Deathtones, check them out, let my daughter see him. She likes that type of music, or I can get her into rock. Cool. If not, it's a done deal, and I'll take her to go see some rubber bands or something.
0: Being, so. being a little girl, she's gonna be into everything. The baby listens to every hip hop, R and B, thing they have on, uh, you know, our top forty radio stations. Uh, to or Die, Slipknot, Kiss. You know, girls, girls are like that. Guys are are normally more. Genre oriented, although I have everything from Madonna to Thrash the die in my album collection here. So you're gonna to have, to, to have to deal with that, man. It's gonna happen. You try to make her a rocker, but she's gonna to listen to everything. I um, got
3: so that, so I, I, that was you
2: So that's why you keep from referring, uh Kiss for the very first time.
1: Now <laughs> I understand. I'm, I'm just confusing. Can we do a scratch moment here? Go back in time. Did this motherfucker just say he has Madonna albums?
2: Yes
0: yeah, yeah, he did. Yes I do. I've got he like Ricky Klein over here go, wait a minute, Madonna. I've got really? like a virgin and I've got the one with uh holiday and lucky star and all that shit on there. Yeah.
1: But, but wait a minute, so so you, That's you, so you don't have the fellow cattling it on your face with fucking Richard. But I I am sitting here, I am astonished, man. So you ain't you ain't got the you ain't got the album that has erotic on it, huh? No. Oh man, dude, that that was pretty I, I think personally, uh, I hate to say this, but Sato was actually a fan of that shit back in the day because, damn, I had a question on her growing back up, but, uh, she's well, I, remember old now.
0: When, I remember when she first broke out in the early 80s. I was listening to a lot of Michael Jackson and things of that nature, so I don't have a problem with that. All right. You do not yeah. dig in yourself that damn hole. Oh, dude. I, you do, I ride don't ride. Give a damn. I love early Michael Jackson. Man. His first three solo albums is everything with the Jackson 5. Great stuff. Why,
2: why can I imagine uh, Bushy over here in a red flashy cloak, uh, coat a white glove and black uh, leather pants in your trailer uh, trying to do uh, uh, with that song with uh, zombies and everything. Thriller. Yeah, that, that, that's much I Thriller. Love. Yeah,
0: exactly. Why, why, why can I imagine that of you? I, I have gotten drunk and moonwalked around yes. this motherfucker. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mountain Man, you said you had some wrestling news. Tell me about that wrestling. <laughs> what do you mean, wrestling? Are you trying to be Southern
2: now? I, know you're, I know you're Northern, Redneck, but uh, damn it, boy.
0: Yeah, I know. I've, uh, I've been stuck up here so long, I don't even sound Southern anymore. It sucks. I got to go home just to try.
2: <laughs> that, that almost sounds like somebody trying to partake in uh, remaking Deliverance. Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> I like my wrestling. I started to say uh, let's, let's do a little uh, uh, Topic conversation with WWE Likes, dislikes what, What's been going on that we That we hate likes. Personally coming up so With the draft and everything that's been going on uh, This past week With the uh, I don't know if y'all watched uh, Raw, The ending of Raw with Finn Balor uh, The Miz And uh, Who the hell was the other one Uh uh,
0: Seth Rollins doing the main event uh, that uh, my, problem is, my problem is every Monday night, I don't watch Raw, I record it. And for whatever day reason, I always miss the last five minutes. I've got it set to record a minute over. I'm, I'm, maybe I need to adjust that to record like until 11.30 or something. So I always tend to miss the last, last bit, so I didn't see what happened. I saw them all come out. What happened? Well, let me give you... All
2: right, I'll give you a heads up. Samoa Joe ended up uh, right before about three minutes for the match and attacked Seth Rollins. Finn Balor actually took Samoa Joe out uh, because of Seth Rollins getting attacked. And whenever Finn Balor went in to finish off The Miz, Bray Wyatt came out and attacked
0: Finn Balor. <laughs> I love Bray Wyatt.
2: <laughs> nah, nah, don't get me wrong. I'm like you. I like the aspect of the, the story they're giving Bray White. The only one part I don't like that he does. I mean, from from a uh, southern standpoint, the little song he sings constantly. Every single time he sings, he's got the whole world in his hands. I have to mute the damn television because it makes my uh, mother so damn mad she can't see straight. I love it. It's the- so eerie. <laughs> <laughs> Change it from one of those songs that uh, represents what the meaning of it is to something a little bit uh, better in my personal uh, opinion. It,
0: it wouldn't be nearly eerie enough if he used a different song. That's what makes him so eerie. True. And true. I love that Sister true. Abigail move ahead. That shit's just sweetness. It's perfection. <laughs> what? Now, Finn Balor, I actually like him too when he's got that makeup on.
2: Yeah, when he's playing the demon senior, uh, yeah. I think yeah
0: that's what it's whatever, called whatever the playing. hell they're calling them. I love that bit. The other time, it's like, well, you're just throwing your hands in the air and doing a half yes. Right. <laughs> well, we
2: already, well, with that wrestling situation, we've already had the Samoa Joe and
0: Seth Rollins
2: kind of match in the preview and the stuff. Uh, what's your opinion of that feud? I mean, is that something you think it's, it's pretty well not so well? I mean, what what do y'all take
1: from that? Joe, I'm starting with you. You're gonna start with me, brother. I'm gonna tell you like this man. Uh first of all, I haven't I really haven't been an avid WWE fan party since the Attitude area. I have been keeping up uh lately. I'm just I'm not as huge as I was where I had to make it my Monday night ritual to watch raw like literally when i say i catch the first five minutes of the five to ten minutes of the show and then watch the last 15 minutes of it that's literally my Raw. compressing that because technically unless you have a very good rivalry in the middle of that portion of the show i'm not interested in watching it there's no material there there hasn't been material there since the attitude era i mean now you want to talk samojo versus now finn byler Nice. Seth no, Rollins Seth Rollins versus Finn or, uh, Finn or Seth versus Samoa Samoa. Samoa Joe that's the feud that that, starting that's, that. no that's a done deal dude that should have been a done deal in the last pay-per-view uh, you know technically speaking I mean now this, this is what I'm getting to man like WWE has no story ideas they're gonna sit there they're gonna push that rivalry God knows maybe all the way to SummerSlam I sure hope not Because that's why you're losing ratings. You're not coming out with fresh storyline. You're not coming out with fresh new ideas. What I would like to see is how this little scrawny little Beast Finn Balor tries to sit there and beat Samoa Joe. Because technically speaking, we go and we want to discuss storyline. We already know the universal champion Brock Lesnar is not slated to until SummerSlam. You got the Beast Incarnate who's pushing 300 pounds fixing to defend the title against a 190-pounder? Like, are you serious? This is not going to even match. Like, Brock Lesnar should have never even been given back that title. And I say given back that title because Goldberg just wanted to run for two months to show his boy and his wife, hey, I'm a beast. I can kill Brock Lesnar in in two moves. And then Brock did him the way he did him at WrestleMania. The story is unbelievable. Where do you go? Randy Orton, granted, I love the fact Randy Orton oh, is doing such a great yeah. job as the WWE old heavyweight champion, even though they took the world out yeah. and now it's just WWE champion. But this guy's gonna fight every freaking pay-per-view. Yeah, because and he, and he's, he's
0: probably gonna fight every week two or most weeks. And that's my, that's my issue with Brock Lesnar is he's not a uh, he, he's hardly even on the show. Why give the title to somebody? And, and yes, people, we know this shit is scripted and fake and whatnot. But but why give the title to somebody that's not even going to be there? So now you don't even see this Universal title anymore. It's just sitting out there waiting for Brock to show up. Maybe, you know, he'll he'll sit there and do his little F5, whatever the hell he calls that move and you know move on out but no title was on the line he'll come out and have that idiot paul Heyman talk his shit for him i i hate brock lesnar i hate paul Heyman. i actually hate samoa joe uh this whole samoa joe seth rollins guess what i hate seth rollins too but if i have to watch this stoop match I'm going to put all my money on Seth Rollins and hope they make it so that he beats the shit out of that old fuck Samoa Joe. I hate that guy. I don't think he's all that. That was a waste of money to put into the talent pool to bring this guy in. I'm I'm not a fan. I wish they could figure out a way to beef up Roman Reigns. I don't know if they need to give him some lessons about how to hit the mic, because that's what a lot of people bitch about. He doesn't have any mic skills. The dude needs to practice and maybe get a couple more moves and into his, uh, his repertoire, but I am a huge so Roman Reigns fan, you know, he, he's, got look, he's got the look, he's got the intensity, he doesn't have enough so moves, dead. you know, I give him two or three more technical wrestling like moves, and you know, and teach and him how to be a little be well, better on the but mic, and I think you've got star power there. yeah. It's kind of
2: the same situation with John Cena when he first started. People hated Cena for the longest damn time and even till now. But Cena, uh, until he had his, I guess, retirement match at WrestleMania and proposed to Nikki Bella, uh, I mean, it's the same thing they're trying to do with that. The only thing is, like you said, they do need to do that a lot better with uh, his Mike skill and some other moves. But I agree with you. A lot of people are hating on Roman Reigns so damn bad. I, I don't understand. They loved him in the Shield. They loved him six months after whenever he was going to face Seth Rollins at SummerSlam until he had to have hernia surgery. But then after that, it just went downhill for no damn reason. And sorry for interrupting
1: No, no. I, I'm going to look at this. We'll, we'll get to John Cena and, and Roman Reigns here real quick. We're going to start back at WrestleMania. First of all, We haven't even heard him give Vince McMahon any applause, excuse me, Stephanie McMahon or Triple H, because Vince, we all know, is now very ill. I don't know if you guys have read on that or not. He is, like, literally not partaking in any WWE activities at all. It's all under Triple H and Stephanie. Go back. That I don't know who gave the match or if Undertaker was like look This is the only person talking about the yard like I used to I want to give him the match No one knows how that match with Undertaker and Roman Reigns came about Undertaker just knew straight out. He didn't want to go out to Shane McMahon. He had one more match He had to do to go out with a bang. I was Highly disappointed Roman Reigns was chosen for that match For a simple fact Maybe because he was new blood, I would have liked to have seen Goldberg go against uh, Undertaker as, as a huge match. I thought that would have been epic, a, a, a clash of two titans of our time as you know, wrestling fans, as teenagers slash young adults. Growing up to see two of our heroes, like King Kong and Godzilla, go at it. I thought that would have been a great WrestleMania match, but you know the WWE thought otherwise and were like, "Okay, this is Undertaker's time to go. Let's bring Roman Reigns in." Now, such a good match it was. Roman did justice. He did justice by the Taker's eyes. I already I've read articles on that that Mark is extremely happy uh, how the whole match went about. Roman Reigns, either he didn't know that that was Taker's last match or not, like, literally, he just thought he was going to go in there and it was going to be like a Brock Lesnar match, he would do the upset, that's it. He literally has said that he had no idea Undertaker was retiring. He's lost right now as what to do, like, he's still trying to soak in that he's retired an icon, like a legend. This guy's the first ballot fucking Hall of Famer, Mark Calder. Uh, how how right, many? Eight eight. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but how many great retirement matches have their bid? Do you remember um, Shawn Michaels versus yes, Ric
1: Flair? What I was, an emotional was the biggest... great match! That match, yeah. I kid you not. Watching that, with my family, man, out in the living room, we were watching on a 52. I sat there, I was like, oh, this is going to be a great match. This is going to be a great match. The fact Ric Flair took that ass kick Sean Shawn Michaels. Gave, they both gave themselves an ass kicking. But at the very end, when Flair was on his knees begging Shawn to fucking finish the match. Yeah. And Shawn had that E10 music lined up. He looked at Rick and said, I love you, Rick. I and love just you, Rick. I'm kick. sorry. And it nailed him, yep. Right. Nailed yep. him. I was like, oh my God. The one, two, three. I literally I had to step away from the TV. Goosebumps right myself. now
0: just talking about it. <laughs>
1: Right, and, and I, I, I literally, I yeah. cried about it. Like, literally, Rick to me, growing up, here, here's a guy who had no fucking boost. Rick Blair was not a technical wrestler. No. When we say he was the dirtiest player in the game and always will be, this guy had, what was a chop, a low blow, the, the run to the corner, flip over the top, yeah. rope, walk, run the apron, get clotheslined by your opponent. Yeah, figure four, and the figure yeah. four, <laughs> that's all he had, and he made sixty-minute matches with that. Dude and he Sting had, had oh great God. hour-long matches. And steam oh my God, dude, we, oh man, this is like a whole conversation <laughs> for another day. Well, we, you know what? Maybe like, that's uh, something right.
0: we should plan on, not manage. <laughs> uh, just do it an all-wrestling uh, episode. It um, I frankly think that'd be a lot of fun. That's a niche that hasn't been touched yeah. on uh, that okay. I've heard of. Mm. Well.
2: I I totally agree on that. Well, since we've been
1: on that topic, what about the Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt? No, how do you think? Wait a minute. See, I I was I was grabbing the sip here. We'll get to that Finn Balor and uh, Bray Wyatt thing here. John Cena, like yo, he was like the face of what the company for twelve years. If he comes, if he comes back, if he's back, we all know it's rumored he did his retirement match. If he comes back. Please bring the Thug and novic John Cena back. Do not bring that freaking, oh, hero, you can see me, John Cena, stuff. That's, oh, dude, that's that's like Mattel Barbie doll type material right there. Sorry, John. Uh, I hate to tell you, bro, I loved you back when you were doing the whole Marky Mark thing. You I hated know, that, that. Yeah, That's what I hated, that fucker. No, that, that <laughs> yeah, Marky Mark, you. Mark look, 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 you see the Mike skills. The mic skills were impeccable, dude. The way he hyped his matches up and the way he disrespected people and just put them in their place, dude, it rivaled the rock.
0: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Whoa,
0: Whoa, calm down with that nonsense. Back that train (laughs) up to the rear of the pretentiousness turnpike. The fuck do you mean it rivaled the rock? Did you say that in English? Come on. Mountain, you gotta help me out. There's no way this motherfucker rivaled the Rock on talking shit to people, putting them in their place. Come
2: on. Maybe whenever John Cena first started this economic thing to an extent, yeah. But WWE tried to ruin that with John when they made him stop doing that and turn into this new character.
3: Whenever they
2: start the rivalry with uh, with the Rock and John, hell, he couldn't pull nothing out of his ass even attempt to be like. uh, be like
0: at uh, rock, so I mean, her, yeah, I know I, even when it's against that, but not right. Tito. Oh, you. I don't know. I,
3: I, I disagree as far as rivaling
0: the rocket, I think that's insane.
3: <laughs> All righty,
0: well, we may have to go ahead and plan for a <laughs> wrestling episode. Then, uh, would you say Finn Balor versus uh, uh Ray Wyatt? Uh-huh. Huh? I am actually down with that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. But again, I think that, um, I think you should bring him what it is. Come out in the full makeup, have the creep against the creep, and I think that'd be a great match, because, uh, uh, they're both great wrestlers. Um, I think advantage, uh, Bray White. But, um, yeah, I, I think I'd like to see that
1: match. I, I can tell you the only reason that story happening, and the only reason them to have collided. One, Bray White. Was not he did not get his rematch clause for the WWE champ SmackDown and drafted to Raw. Now we all know, like I said, Finn Balor got hurt last year, so he gets get his rematch clause. WWE does not want to pin. I'm telling you, Finn Balor against Brock Lesnar at Summerslam. It's gonna be a debacle. It's gonna be oh within world record time, basically. It Finn Balor is not gonna get a match. This guy's career can be ended. It have Brock Lesnar go up in there because I mean, granted, yes, it's scripted. But we all know Brock Lesnar is a different freaking animal. Like, literally he goes out to literally hurt people. Yeah. He doesn't care about anybody on that Rock Paul Heyman does not care. I'm gonna tell you right now, the only reason why and Finn Balor are going together is because Triple H and McMahon knew that once Brock Lesnar got that belt, the only person that was entitled to a rematch or to face Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam was Finn Balor. Now they are gonna have to rework their storyline so that way, Bray gets that shot priority instead of Van Dam. Because technically, you have to strip Brock Lesnar without stripping right, And so you have to give him competition. The only person capable of giving competition, I hate to say, that we haven't seen yet, is Bray right. versus Brod's Brock Brod. Lesnar. Braun. Bro. Yeah, but see, Braun, you see. Bond, you see- Oh my god, that's one of my favorite dudes right there, man. He's one
2: about now, too. <laughs> but there's are dudes. May I say oh, this real quick? Braun Strowman, where he originally lives, is about, what would we determined Mom? About an hour and a half drive of off him. He lives, like, not far from here. you look at his tattoo on you know, the inside of his forearm, it's, it's uh, out in North Carolina, and it's says Country Strong. He's from Catawba uh, County, which is not even an hour and a half drive. Him. Nice.
1: Right. Let, let me, let me put it like this. Bronx Stroman. right now. If Triple H and Stephanie do not boost this guy, you're gonna lose talent. Here we man. I honestly look at him as the next big yeah. guy. Like huge, huge superstar that can be, but yet you never get him the opportunity because he was a a Another person who didn't get an opportunity. Big Show. Another person who never got the opportunity. The late Andre the Giant. All three of these men, Big Show, Big John Stead, and Andre the Giant, never got the opportunity. Why? Because they did it. They were discriminated because it was gigantic. Andre the Giant went 15 years undefeated before losing the wrestling three to the Hulk Hogan, and all you could give him, Andre the, under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Like, are you serious? Like come on, you could've honored him a lot more better than that. I understand he was the first ever Hall of Fame inductee. But I mean, come on, man. you could have given this guy multiple opportunities, man. At campus, could have been the longest reign ever in world history as the longest champion. You have that sitting within Braun Roman. But see, Triple H. And Stephanie McMahon, the writers of the WWE, are looking for Roman as, Oh, he's another Paul White, a.k.a. Big Show. Let's keep him down below. Uh, I disagree. He's,
0: he's so much better than the Giant or the Big Show, whatever the hell you want to call him. Paul That's White. What I'm saying. He's got athletic ability. <laughs> he's got intensity. Oh, yes, face. he does. And I love his beam screen. I think he's well like that. But they do, they do to the push him. And I think the more that uh, you know, they keep having him come out, a big match. And ask a pretty big man. Ask a pretty big man. Play five before some get him. Well yeah. you do know he run Brock Lesnar
2: at a live show I mean, on Monday night, right? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I, I didn't watch last week, but um yeah, was, I know uh, he has. Three weeks ago he went, pushed his finger to the title or it said, I'm very nervous. Oh, so yeah, I think so, they um, might be
0: pushing for that in the near future I so, I mean, even, <laughs> Um a uh, great Gray White draw. Brock. Uh,
1: right. I-, I can say like this, there's on the right, I think can see this, but I can tell you right now with the competition that Braun Strowman has been getting, he's nowhere even in remotely the time of talent that they had at the BWE level were he hit that shot. You got people like Pinball, who's lined up there, you got Bray Wyatt, you got the Miz, Dean Ambrose. Oh, freaking. Just,
2: uh, yeah. uh, I I'm sorry, you yeah.
1: hate I, it, I, I, but, but this is what I'm saying, like Bruce said, Braun Strowman, what he is like, like I said, big, big jumps. I'm talking size right here, I'm not talking talent wise. Because oh my god, I could give you probably half hour on talent on this guy alone. I'll give you a little simp if you guys do on Strowman. Ron Strowman, man, like I say, he's a country cat, man, all the way down North Carolina by some Town Park, man, about an hour's drive out. This guy came to WWE under Ray Wyatt and his family, and learned the two of it, you know, how to wrestle from Ray Wyatt, Eric, uh, Eric Owen, and Luke Harper. And I started on his own on that. Ever since he was on his own, he has been a beast that has been low key. Like, they're not pushing him hard enough. This last the last three, maybe four walls every time this guy has done a match. He has flipped over in an ambulance. I don't know if that was fake or not. But the solid. It looked legit. Like, it looked legit. <laughs> and I was like, you, you pissed this guy off, or you did something. <laughs> I know a little higher, you just didn't see it. No. It's obviously fake, but I, I laughed so hard when I
0: saw that. I thought
1: it was great. Uh, great stuff. But, but look at this. this one this guy? Six? Like almost. 400 pounds. And have you seen his standing drop, yeah, this like, is, like, like, all drop kick dude? Yeah, that's <laughs> you the whole way for all the drop kicking. Dude, it's it's now nah, I'm gonna tell you dude, I think who has the best drop kick. No bullshit Beth Ziggler right now has the best drop kick in the WWE. When I see Bronx Reman do a kick, dude, it's like not even a, a niche off of myself. Ziggler. Is like who haven't taught him how to do that drop ridiculous you pop Um the fact that the ring approached now, okay, I don't that really was, know. That
0: was great, too, laughed
1: last of the too. here, and I'm gonna say, uh, my friend used to have a backyard running. I know it takes to help a ring. I know how much weight and stuff like that. I'm getting into details, but I know how much weight's the ball pulling in close. Let me just say that when you have not, almost 900 pounds, because I'm gonna say Big Show's like 40, 435 in that ballpark. You got Braun Strowman pushing 375, 400 for day. Pretty roughly 900 pounds hanging on the top rope. Okay, mind you, that was not a mill rope, two peg. Braun Strowman got up on the top rope and slammed him. I actually bit to Mark Henry. I said, Do that shit to the big show. That was off the second rope. Braun Strowman did that shit to the big show off the top rope. Now, i he rings and play with Mark Henry before and Brock Leslie. These two hanging on the top rope. That was the referee. I would have been done. Got the fuck out of there, dude. Did you not see that jump right out the room? like he lost really oh, yeah. his man? Hilarious.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, was a, that was a great movie. And you know what? It was a crowd when something like that happened. It's been a long right. time since
1: we've seen that happen. That was a lot of Oh, especially on Raw, yeah. because house uh, is Bronze uh, and yeah. yeah. It was on SmackDown, not Raw. It was on SmackDown. Fine. Here's the thing now with Bronze only given. giving, that will be an awesome match. Let's, let's sit for a second and think about that. Ron Strowman, who we know is a monster in my men, and a little six foot four beast incardinate. So that's extra two ninety-five, three seventy-five. <laughs> All I have is a bunch of suplexes and a freaking f five. <laughs> I can send your ass off the top rope, drop, kick your ass into a fucking Uoshima and back onto the other side pond and fucking hit you with that baby boy smith power bomb and it. They go with no Brock is a strong guy, we don't look that light He
0: he's a real strong guy. I would like to see someone like Bruce Roman get the belt because at least you know he's going to be there every week. Throw up people around being a mean
1: son of a bitch. Right, right. Here, here's the thing, too, though. You see, now we, we got to talk pay per views, man. So if you get it, the way Brock is signed with WWE right now, as we speak, some of his next appearance because it's a premiere pay per view. Right. The one after that, you got Survivor Series. And unless Brock has a huge, huge somebody, you're not going to see him. It's fucking Survivor Series. Yeah. That's you no. Know, your main thing was the elimination matches of, of, of tag teams. Brock is going to be like, "Fuck you, Vince! Fuck you, uh, uh, stuff, I'm not doing it." So therefore, Summer Slam all the way to the Royal Rumble, we're not going yeah. to highlight. You're going to have this bearing. If they're going to strip him, they have to push Braun Strowman extremely fast here because time well, is running out.
0: Think of how fast they pushed uh, Roman Reigns, you know, with Roman Rage, but uh, they
1: pushed him quick. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is no one knows because I, I don't even know what the rankings are. We have to probably try to sit here and research that. I can tell you the level of competition that's in front of Braun Strowman. The title shot. Like, really, Braun he beat Roman Reigns. To me, Roman Reigns is uh, I want to say that's three top five guy in ranking. Right where he was. If Braun Strowman beat him, technically, he should be in that top three, top five category. Because I said top two wrestlers Raw has right now to challenge. Uh, Brock Lesnar for that belt at Summerson is Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor. Now, if, if it's true, Bondman um, isn't that top three, you can always do it kind of hard work in there because where would Braun Strowman fit in with Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt? The only way in there is if he comes out like L.A. Like interrupting and asking for matches. That's the only way his ass gets a title shot at Summers and becomes a fatal forward. Oh, whoa. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I think I
3: did
1: a good life, I didn't realize how to keep Joe quiet right. about wrestling. My God, he's never just a helmet. Oh, that <laughs> is funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frank, the <laughs> WWE is giving the opportunity. I couldn't make shit, sure. but I bet right now. Oh, that's how good. I would say one. that better, did this. <laughs> 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 I think
0: our time is at end. I think we've talked about a lot of cool stuff. Um, definitely prep for a wrestling conversation. Um, we can cover a lot of stuff there.
1: with It would be a lot of fun. Do you have any left? I want you, like I said, to uh, make sure to check out me and Bushy over at that If you don't mind, you know what I said. Sure but I want to close out today's show by saying Mother's Day to all the beautiful women out there in this world. Whether you're a mother, a soon-to-be mother, or a mother that still be a mom and haven't had a child yet, I want to wish you ladies a happy Mother's Day this coming Sunday for you. Uh, and make sure to check out, uh, the plug. You know, drop a little like, you know, tell us, you know, how we're doing. And, um, we'll catch you next week on um, this episode. So, then, is in, man. I'm out.
0: Hey, man. Actually, same thing.
2: Happy Mother's Day to everyone. Hope, uh, everybody is uh, doing all well and good. Always stay sick and take care of each other. And don't none of us wouldn't do. But if you do, by God, every one of you
0: better name it after us. Peace. dig. And I want to remind you to keep listening to we for all things hard rock, heavy metal, death metal, emo metal. You what we've got it. Click out our buddy rockin' rock and combat. podcast. Make sure listen to us every week. And muckers. Bye-bye. I'm Bye-bye. 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 Bye.
3: Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. Seems like we've just begun. When, when suddenly we're, we're through. through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye Cause now it's time to go But hey, I say, well that's okay Cause we'll see you very soon, I know Very soon I know
0: What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug See you next week.